0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35-bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics Podcast. Soccer, 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 soccer. Who are you? It doesn't matter who we are. Yo, dogs. So I'm joined by Garnet and Ghost, the one and only... What's good, fam? I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We're doing take two because I did it before and it didn't slap. I don't know why.
2: You know, we're I'm probably saying how are you like this in take two, bro? I don't care now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I done the best one. Yeah. All right, cool. Anyway, so we're here to talk about congestion charge and some of the happenings recently. So, what yeah. if, for those who don't know, congestion charge is a charge you pay, which is daily, if you drive within a congestion charge zone. This was introduced in 2003 and the only day you is, is exempt as of now is christmas day right now it is they, they've changed it with um due to the last um due to the last bailout which we're going to talk about in a bit but it's now currently if you're in a congestion charge zone between 7 a.m and 10 p.m every single day you have to pay 15 pounds and uh, what the last bailout was is at one point uh, before in the past the tories changed things up and TfL is almost now a self-sustained model. So unlike all the other transport operators in the country, TfL revenues are almost entirely um, generated by themselves. So that's and how TfL generate revenues is fair. So when you jump on a bus or buy a travel card or get on a train or whatever you may, that is the revenue TfL receive. Obviously earlier, March this year, we went into a national lockdown. And in that lockdown, people weren't meant to be on trains. People weren't, people weren't meant to be anywhere. So what happens, so if you've got a business and all their revenue is tied to um, to fares and people aren't going outside, so there's no fares, what's going to happen to revenue? It's going to fall through the roof. So at one point, yep. the the TFR usage was down to 5%. So they lost, so, so much money was lost. So... Once you're a business and you're losing revenue, the reason why it's a problem is because your costs are still there. You, you still have to pay your staff. Um, some, obviously, some of them will follow. You still have to pay. You still have debts from certain expansion projects for whatever have you may. You still have utilities like electricity, gas, supplies, etc. etc. So TFL needed a bailout. They agreed a bailout with, with the government and Sadiq wasn't ex- entirely happy with the terms because this came with the... Um, congestion charge increase which has been affecting people such as Ed who spends a lot of time in London Bridge and he can't even move his car and why this was such a dickhead thing for lack of a better phrase is that one of the conditions in that bailout was now people who live in the area who haven't already uh, applied for a discount now can't apply for a discount or people moving to the area can't apply for a discount which Ed you can probably explain better than I can
2: Yeah. so basically what before, if you lived in the congestion charge zone, um, it gave you a 90-something percent discount. So this was back when it was 11 pounds. Um, it would take you down to, I think, a pound a day, uh, which you could pay on a monthly basis or whatever just to move your car. Well, now they're saying that this is impossible. So if you've moved in, like you said, um, or you live there now, it's full whack, 15 pounds a day, 7 a.m. till 10 p.m. So, but for me, in particular, this was, Obviously, annoying because I didn't mind moving my car in the evening or on the weekend. I worked nine to five. By the time I actually got home to move my car, it was after those times. And other times when I'd use it was on the weekend. It didn't really bother me. But now what you're saying is if I'm going to pick up my kids after school or I'm taking them somewhere on the weekend, I'm trying to do some shopping, seeing parents, anything along those lines now.
0: I've got to pay £15 to move my car. Or I've got to park my car
2: outside the congestion charge zone and walk to wherever I'm going just to have that freedom to move my car as I went. So, I don't know, for me, that thing was irritating. And remember when we had this conversation last time and I said, and I said this to you, this is not going to be a temporary measure. Yeah, he said from early stage. Every single time the Dartford crossing was a temporary measure, they went, hold on, wait a second bro, you put money on this and people are still paying for it. I leave that there. They've clocked now. This extension, you've seen it. When you're going through Central, you're still seeing cars driving through that area on a mad one. Why? Because people have to. The position in which the congestion charge is, if I'm going from north to south or east to west, more often than not, I'm probably going to have to go through the congestion charge zone or go through the long way around the outskirts, which most people don't want to do.
1: Yeah, because that's an uh, extra fool and a waste of time.
2: Extra fuel, waste of time, there's traffic in these areas where you actually have people trying to circumvent the, the congestion charge zone. And so people just like I will up here. Now they've thought that this is happening. So this is not going to be anything that they were planning on rolling back. And you can see it now that not only are they looking like they're going to keep these in place, but they're also going to make it worse.
1: Yeah, so some so for the listeners, some of the areas that you may have heard about from working day, going shopping, or young date night. So you're talking about Marlebone, uh Goose Street, Fitzgerald Mayfair, Saint James's, Green Park, um, Westminster, Bloomsbury, Finsbury, Clerkenwell, uh, like Liverpool Street, London Bridge, Borough, South uh, Southwark parts of Lambeth are there. Like it goes all the way just up to the edge of Elephant Castle and Vauxhall. Do you know what I mean, so and um, I think I think Ed, you said to me before, oh, Old Street is included, so just before Shoreditch.
2: Also Old Street, funny enough, actually just run, Oh, no, no, just no, it's, yeah, no, it's like, actually
1: not included, it's about up to the the, so right the
2: Old Street. Is, Old Street is the the threshold, so if you're coming from Aldgate down to Old Street, I don't know how many people, when you cross Liverpool Street, basically, mm-hmm. anywhere to the left going down towards Liverpool Street is all within the congestion charge zone, anywhere right going up Shoreditch is okay. Mm-hmm. So that is pretty much the border that runs all the way down to the roundabout um, at Old Street. Um, And then Clerkenwell and stuff is all on your left. Um, And then going straight down is going towards Islington and stuff. So, but yeah, it's it's a big, big, um, it's a big area. So in between the bridges, I always use the bridges to kind of calculate roughly where I am. of the bridges that starts the congestion charge. That's the one bridge that's outside of it. All of the bridges in between that, all the way up to, I believe, Vauxhall Bridge potentially, um, is in fact even Vauxhall Bridge, no, that's within it. So I think it goes a little bit further past that um is where the congestion charge runs to. So it's pretty much the whole of the city of London. Which is
1: which is completely and utterly clapped. So in terms of so as Ed said, more often, enough, we're drive from one part of uh, London to another, so I'm talking about from north to east or wherever you may, it's is likely that you're going to have to go through this area. In terms of revenue, it actually brings a quite considerable amount of revenue. So the latest figures we got is from the 18 to 19 year, and congestion charge brought in a total revenue of just under 230 million pound, which is like a, almost quarter billion, so it's a lot of revenue. And the reason I will talking about it right now is that these men are trying to extend it. They're trying to extend it. <laughs> and part of, so essentially, right now, um, the percentages of people using bus, I think right now is around 60%, and the percentage of people <laughs> using tube is 35%. So as I said before, obviously the revenues is driven by fares. So if if you're experiencing a 40% decrease in the amount of people using the bus and a 65% decrease in the amount of people using the tube that is going to have a massive impact on your revenue so naturally demand the them on the ropes tf on the ropes i think ed was saying in the previous recording before unfortunately cut off because i don't know why i put my computer um that they're in part of the negotiation i think the negotiation meant to end today but it was it by two weeks and they are they're saying they're edging closer to a deal, but one of the sticking points in terms of the conditions of this extended bailout, I think Sadiq wants an extra two billion to take us through to April, is they don't want extended congestion trial zone. So Sadiq's not on it. Um, neither is Sean Bailey. He's still a bum, but even he's not, because it's... it's,
2: it's when, Sean ba- when Sean Bailey disagrees with something, uh, you know that... You know it's a dub. guy is, is whatless
1: as they come, bro. Yeah, and, and it's coming from his own bosses, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, they're trying to extend it to, like, so if you're looking at North Sides, they're trying to extend it up to Wembley, which is... Wembley, I'm I'm pretty sure is Zone 4, and Wood Green, which... Wood Green is probably oh, Zone it's 3, it's Zone cool, 4. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and then even on the south side, extending it all the way down to like Clapham and uh, Clapham, like, um, all of those, all yeah. of those sides. So even so, the deputy mayor um, Haja Alexander, she was saying today, um, no, no, not today. Recently, this week, uh, this is not exact words, but it's pretty much close as close as they come. She doesn't understand how it's right to charge people fifteen quid to drive a mile from Wandsworth to Clapham, or from or from Catford to Lewisham from October next year. It makes no sense. Imagine paying congestion charge, you're looking flipping Clapham or or Lewisham or Wembley or St. John's Wood. It's, it's, it's craziness. And remember we said that they've, they've, part of the conditions of the previous bailout is that man said there's no new applicants for discounts. So if you're living in these areas, to move your car, it's going to cost you golla.
2: Nah, nasty. Every single day. And, this, and I think, again, this is another point that was raised before it cut off. But it's like, we've spoken about extending this and what it would take to extend it. What they're doing is nasty. It's not a temporary measure. It's not something that they're using as, okay, we need to balance the books now. This is a money-grabbing tactic. It has to be done. Along with, and and I'll, I'll probably touch on some of the other stuff that they've done as well. So, I think you mentioned it. At the moment, we've got cameras set up on the edge of the City of London. Every single road that turns into the congestion charge zone, and trust me, I've tried to find roads that don't have it, (laughs) but every single road that comes into the congestion charge zone has to now have a camera set up on the edge of that road. Now imagine, first of all, you're now removing those cameras from all of those roads, and you're now putting cameras on a wider circumference around the whole of this um, this new zone every road that comes into that new thermal camera, how much is that going to cost in the first place to even do? Which means you've clearly got some bread there. Mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Two, if you're not going to do that, how exactly are you going to monitor it? It's a stupid, stupid, stupid idea. And for all of those people that have probably been pushed out of some of the more central areas which are now affected by the congestion charge zone to what you call the suburbs, are now either going to be forced to be pushed further out or they have to adapt to some of these new rules, which isn't fair. And especially if they're trying to continue and bring the Eulez into that same area as well. Yeah, up north and south, sir. 30. Crazy. twelve fifty yeah, a day. Like you're potentially faced with like you know twenty seven pounds fifty just to move your car to the shops if you haven't got a brand new car. So if I'm somebody that now lives in that area, if 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 they continue the rule of no new applicants, I'm potentially faced with two options now. I either get rid of my car, in fact, sorry, three options. I either get rid of my car and I'm forced to use TFL or walk or, or something along those lines. Um, and especially if the, the ULOS comes in, I have to now either have a brand new car or a car newer than 2016 in order, if it's diesel, sorry, to meet the emission standards of the U-less. Um, which, again, are people going to have money, disposable money, just to go and buy a brand new car like that? Or you have to go and get one of the exempt cars which are things like the electric cars. Now, we've seen how much it costs for things like Teslas and whatnot. And on top of that, the infrastructure isn't even in the country for these electric cars. Mm. You haven't got enough charging sockets. I, who lives in a flat, for example, haven't got a fast charger anywhere near my house or an electric charger near my house. What I'd have to do is basically run about 50 extension leads on the fourth floor <laughs> down my window you know, to plug in my car. And do you know how much it costs to put electricity on the keyboard? I'm coming to charge my car every night as
0: well.
2: <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> these are all things that people have to take into consideration and it doesn't seem like the government care or are trying to care what's implementing these
1: things. Yeah, and it seems to be like a kind of contradiction of, and that's been the theme really, contradiction of measures. So for example, now with these new tier, tiered lockdowns, they've got three tiers, which we we'll can talk about in a, in a bit. You're like, yeah, Try not to go on the tube, it's dangerous. If you can cycle, walk or drive. But oh, if you drive through London, it's a mazine. So it's like these these measures are try are kind of decenttivising people from driving what and taking public transport. However, you're, you're with your words and rules, you're decentralizing people from taking public transport, which makes mm-hmm. no sense. And another thing is another one of the conditions of the proposed bailout, which um Sadiq and um Heidi are fighting against is removing free travel from under-18s. And I think that's absolutely outrageous. So If you've got people under eighteen still going to school, still going to college, because those are one of the only few um, institutions and indoor settings people are still allowed to go to um, without breaking the rules, and you're acknowledging that it's hard for certain people because of work and whatever you may, you're now basically charging their kids to take the bus and train.
2: And pushing the fares up.
1: Absolutely crazy, yeah, because the fares are going up
2: it's actually, it's actually ridiculous. Like, the number, the thing, I don't think they quite understand how much that free travel saves a lot of children. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I think this is when people always talk about the, the or the lack of empathy from the Tory governments and stuff. People are living so close to that red line that, that money to be topping up an oyster every day is actually a lot of money.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, the number of kids that might just think, "Ah, right, you know, I ain't got no peace today. I'll oh, forget that. I'm not going to college. I'll use that money for something else." When before you had that free travel to get there, it's horrible, man. I know myself. Like I said, I've, I've got kids myself. Even if I'm going and then get, getting them from school, and if we have to get on the bus, imagine every day. I'm now. I'm not only really paying for myself, but I'm paying for them as well. Mm-hmm. Your costs are going up. Every, oh, it's horrible. Like what they're doing is actually a joke, and it's the fact that they're really strong-arming you into doing so.
1: I know. Uh, I like the fact he's fighting back, and it, it seems like a, a theme we were talking about on the phone uh, yeah. early this morning. That we seen Nicola Sturgeon and Scotland basically just say, "Yeah, yeah, you man could do that in England, but we're doing, here's our own um, COVID rules, and their rules have been a lot more stricter." We've seen Northern yeah. Ireland when um, Boris announced a three-tier lockdown system on Monday. Northern Ireland just said, "Yeah, f all that. Yeah. Schools I closed for know. two weeks." National lockdown for two weeks. We don't give a rascal. Nothing's open. Gyms, pubs, nada. All closed. We've also seen Wells go and do their own thing. We're seeing in Manchester, um, Andy Andy Burnham, the greater, greater um, mayor, of Greater Manchester. Basically, saying, we're not accepting your your tier three lockdown because if we lock all these things down, we're going to be absolutely slapped economically, and you're not even mm-hmm. giving us some bread. So unless you give us some bread, we're not we're not we're not listening to that lockdown. And mm-hmm. Khan Khan's basically saying, "Yeah, I don't care what Boris is saying." We are going into tier two. Coming for every borough, and I want to protect my country. I want to protect um, my city. And he's also fighting, fighting back against this because he's also protecting city. And and this has given me some small faith in politics because these local leaders are not having it. They're doing what they believe is best. And I believe in all. I can't think of one recent um, out of all the older ones I've mentioned that aren't doing things in the best interest of their constituents. Yeah, that's no,
2: a shame, and I'm happy that he's publicly doing it as well because I remember last time I came and cussing. I was sending abuse to Sadiq Khan that whole morning. Only <laughs> find out that it actually wasn't his, his idea. Like, he'd been putting a rock in up in a rock and a hard place, right. and he had to accept it. But I'm glad that he's coming out and kind of making it known that this is not something that I'm I'm interested in at all. And I hope that people in London are paying attention yeah. to exactly who causing
1: this. Yeah, even Sean Bailey's like, this is outrageous. So we'll see. So um, yeah. the next okay, so we spoke about tier two, so. <laughs> I don't know if we're in tier two because apparently it was in, in effect from Friday midnight, but don't come worry. Saturday night on Instagram. <laughs> boy, I'm seeing... Hey, people, were, hey, people were enjoying... ten towers on, on all the blocks.
2: Um, yeah, no, nah, it's... Um, I think there's just a lot of confusion about it because remember, I was saying to you that when they spoke about the tier two thing, I thought from Saturday, their places would be closed or there was just no understanding of what exactly was meant to be happening. And when I was walking through, like, Bermondsey area on Saturday, pubs were jumping. Mm. Restaurants were jumping. And I know damn well do see for from one household news on. Of course. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know how. But I, I don't know how they ever planned on implementing that anyway.
1: Yeah, with a lot of the rules, it's very difficult to implement. It's just it's just kind of relying on people to do it, by the most part. So here's the dos and don'ts, because a lot of people have been like hitting me out, asking me questions, and God bless you all. Like I actually respect that you actually think that I actually have some form of answer. So God, shout out to you, man. But here's some of the dos and don'ts for the the, um, the wider public. Yeah, so any indoor area is prohibited from meetups. Out, Meetups outside of your household bubble. So uh, um, you can form a support bubble with one person. Where, like, let's say, if you're, you could support it with a boyfriend, girlfriend, a family member is in another house or whatever, have you made or a friend? Do you know I mean? So if the so you could only go out and be in another indoor environment with a member of your support bubble or a member of the household you live in. So this means you cannot link up with the girls at sushi sandbar. <laughs> <laughs> for for drinks, according to the law. However, if you're in a sushi samba outdoor terrace bit, if a young view and that with a little heater is all right because it's an outdoor yeah, terrace. But... So outdoor terraces and outdoor private gardens, it's the it's the rule of six. They can't be more than six of you. But if it's inside, that nah, yeah.
2: So I'm not gonna be in the pressure. So you
1: love ins- me making me a support bubble. <laughs> no cap. <okay.
2: laughs> <laughs> man, the man I was saying support bubble season. you because... Oh, man, gonna man,
1: post me. <laughs> no my gosh, you're crazy This <laughs> 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 Hey, shout out to shout out to a brother who DM would to me, he's like, yo, so see these new rules what? You man, so well go to a hotel that I was oh, okay, bu- I was busting up. I was like, bro, it's a global pandemic. He's like, boy, listen, I need this shit. Anyway. Thanks to this information, needed. Do, I, I wasn't here. I was busted up. <laughs> I'm bare of my female friends. They just asked about restaurants. I'm like, listen, they, Ivy Asia is killing my people. It's not every. Bro, how, I'm, I'm many can wait, how many cocktails? How many cocktails? How much pad thai? How much sushi bro, can oh one
2: eat? Ah. They're calamari, kind of but They need it
1: catamaran is killing my people no fucking cat um so yeah pubs and bars still close at 10 travel wise they tell you to reduce the amount of journeys you make holiday wise you can still travel within tier two you can go to hotels and guest accommodation but only with people from your household or support bubble so you can still hit like a hotel with like your mom your dad your brother your sister your cousin or your housemate people within your house within your um within your household or someone support bubble you cannot go and link up with other youths from that are not part of your household support bubble, you tarts. But if you want to do it, well, stay safe here. Anyway, um you can go on holiday outside of your high alert area um high area alert level, but again, you must do it with people in your household support bubble. So you can go to Santorini as long as it's with people in your support bubble or household, which to me makes no sense. But here, whatever. By the way, you can't, do you know, um, by the rules, you can't go from a high um, um, level area. So, for example, London's high, Essex high, um oh, You can't migrate to Manchester. Yeah, we can't just go to Manchester or Liverpool, like, but we can go to Mykonos. Okay, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But,
2: uh, that's the plan, then. you
1: know? Yeah, you know what I mean? Office workers of who can work effectively from home should do so over the winter, yeah. but anyone who can't work from home should go to work okay um there's here's a funny part there's no limit to group sizes for meetings and gatherings for work purposes so if you're doing a work setting you can meet up in larger groups than six so does this mean when a mandem can still go studio and make rhythms because it's work do you know what i mean i don't know um there's also do you see what i'm saying Here, here are some of the exemptions. Children that don't live in the same household as both their parents or guardians, uh, um, cool. then the parents or guardians can meet up indoors to organise childcare. So if you, if, you're, if your son or daughter is with um, another of the guardians or parents, you it's fine. That, that, that meet-up is fine. Tradespeople um can still come and do their thing because they're working. So you can still have plumbers, electric, electricians, cool. or what have you may come to your house. And indoor organised team sports for disabled people and youth sports can continue indoors and there's no limit. So those are the current exemptions. So those are the rules, people. And you I have been
2: told. I'm going to sound bad random, yeah, but why Why is it different for disabled and children? Are they immune from COVID or something?
1: I I'm have confused. absolutely no idea.
2: These people are winging it,
1: you know? They're making this up. Man are doing rules and in inshallah. <laughs> no sense, <laughs> no, so just vibes. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, virus <laughs> <Boris> is the <laughs> biggest just vibes PM all time. Fam, man's been on three holidays, been sick, and maternal leave paternal leave all in one year big man man has worked <laughs> man I'll say it on the last few digits Boris has days, Boris has worked less days this kind of year than me and I've been out of a contract since June make it make sense this does, it's not making any Bruh, sense man I only worked from Feb to June this year and I worked more days than Boris no cap I'm at of p.m. Are we going for a global pandemic? Man is skying. Man, man is cobra meetings. Yeah, to go to the to the countryside to catch a young tan. and have have a couple beers.
2: When when someone showed his, you, you know the colour you know the cuff on his shirt. Yeah, and he even buttoned it up. And they said, look, look at prime minister.
0: Oh, you're
2: done. <laughs> <laughs> I know the guy. He's actually a mess. Like. I cannot believe that this guy's leading this to the point where he doesn't even know what he's doing. Remember, not too long ago, in one of his his speeches where he's like, Yeah, listen, but right, it's very complicated. <laughs> and he said, that, he said that himself. So it took it's
1: a like, like a situation ship. Listen, babes. The babes are like, Oh, what are we? <laughs> I can't even lie, bro, my heads and my space kind of complex <laughs> right now. But hear what? I need some time to myself, you get me?
2: I <laughs> no, wanted to catch a young, a young kid like you said, that they come back and still not have any idea. Oh, my no, oh yeah, days. It's, it's, oh. I know how it feels to be in an entanglement now. Hold yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, no, but quickly, on that, on that point, you see, you see how you said tradesmen are allowed to do uh, work and stuff. What about stuff like if I needed a masseuse or you needed physiotherapy that kind of thing does that kind as trade even though
1: it's see this see this is the thing about this inshallah government yeah they don't understand that your rules are too broad for all the different scenarios that we face in yeah. life so it has to be extremely detailed you need to be looking at industry by industry sector by sector services yeah. provided and what services are allowed in what different I know it's difficult because it's volume but you're the flipping government like it's your job like it's your job like some man are getting paid 200 bags a year it's your job like it's actually your job like it's actually your job and you not you still have one somehow
2: like so yeah you've got the rules, but that's, that's another discussion
1: for another no, day no cap but cool. yeah so those are so those are the lockdown rules London and Essex is currently on tier 2 lockdown people if you need any questions hit us up I think that's it do you have any do you, have you missed anything out
2: um, no, basically it's, um, That's that's pretty much it Do
1: you want to promote your, your stuff before we keep it slither? So started? basically
2: yeah. Oh yes, yes I will actually I'll take this opportunity Obviously T and Touchdowns That's something that we're both on um, T and TDs, that's the Insta Not Insta, sorry, the Twitter account So it's a podcast for American Football um, If you're new to it It's something that you watch anyway Have a listen, have a follow uh, We're back on it every week now It's super funny actually, so- and then just ripping each other to the shreds and starting agendas that don't need to be started. <laughs>
0: but,
2: <laughs> so that's the main one. And obviously my socials Guardian in ghost on both Insta and Twitter. So hit me up again if you have any questions regarding any of this stuff and anything else to be fair,
1: I'll put all the links relevant to Ed's Insta, his Twitter and TN Touchdown's information in the bio. Make sure... I mean, oh, then that's the description of the podcast. So if you listen to it on SoundCloud, just click on the actual... Um, name of the podcast and all the information will come up they'll have links to my Patreon down there below as well as so that's the same for SoundCloud Spotify and Apple Podcasts make sure you listen to make sure you follow on patreon i dropped exclusive podcast on the lockdown tiers with nego check that out that's on tier two and tier three i've written some stuff about the nhs and the, and the follow-ups are going to come throughout this week uh, so make sure you check that out some visuals are so dro- definitely dropping this week from now on every week so make sure you jump on patreon you can download patreon from the app store you can access it on the computer so patreon slash so that's p-e-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash dysnomics or just search dysnomics on a patreon app until next week peace and blessings